We were sitting out on the step, you know. I don't know what to say, really. But I have the pride, the privilege, nay, the pleasure of introducing to you Brent. recordings. Fast. Last night I cut the light off in my bedroom, hit the switch, was in the bed before the room was dark. I'm going to show you how great I am. Let's start the show. We are live on lunch break from the Great North. So, the Great, not quite the Great North. Well, the Great North, we're up. Okay, so we're up. It's like the here. okay North. We're <laughs> we're we're up building a we're we're building a shack. Okay. Yes, sir. We're up building a shack. It's really still. The wind isn't even blowing right now, which is kind of nice. It's really pretty out here, if yeah, not for the fact that it's cold. My two uncles kind of close by, they're gabbing. You might hear them in the background, but we're out here building a cabin up in the north. So this is how we got here. Okay, this I don't is, know how I got here. This is, this, this is not this my is the woods edition. Here. So two weeks ago, I'm at old Jenks' new apartment in the city here. Yep. I'm moving stuff out. And we're, we're, we're shooting the shit till we run out of ammunition, okay? And... I says to drinks here, I go, hey, you really ought to come up for a while. It'd be good for you. You know, get out in the outdoors. And I know you love nature and stuff. I says, okay, so I'm going to Utah in a couple of days. When I come back, just, you know, kick rocks up there with me for a little bit. It'll be good for yeah, you. you know, I'm feeling really cooped up because of the pandemic. I'd been in my basement in Ohio for weeks and I'd come back to the city the city's pretty good, but I was going into a new apartment, and you know, I didn't have anyone to live with, so I was going to be living there alone. Exactly. So I was like, he's like, at first, he's like, you know, I don't know. I don't know about this. I'm just going to, you know, kind of, we'll play it by ear. You know, you get back next week from wherever you're going, which he had already forgotten, but it was Utah. I had told him that. He goes, that's all right. You know, whatever. I'll just, I'll let you know when you come back, and lo and behold, you came with. Yep. And I said, better to do. Right. nothing like I good said, physical hard labor to get your, your head right. You know, I said, screw it to my last semester of college. And I was just like, eh, who needs it, right? Whatever. Exactly. They, the debt collectors can't track me forever, right? They can't find you up here. They can't. I so can't I'm fine. That. It'll be great. This is my new life. So it, it's pretty sweet. I mean... You guys can't see it, but it uh, it's a whole different world. It's the exact opposite from where we came from here. It's true. It, it it's incredible, and so we've we've literally we've been constructing this structure. Well, there's one there's one thing that hasn't changed. What's that? Well, there's still no women in my life. I couldn't get any women in the city, and there's death. I can't. There's, there's none to be had up here. <laughs> well, so far, you have to find them. There, there's seasons for that, and as soon as, <laughs> as soon as school's out, flooded, man. I mean, flooded. Okay, you'll, you'll uh-huh. lakes country, baby. They'll be scantily clad, twenty something, <laughs> walking out all over the place, just, just begging you for a little bit of attention to make them feel I mean better. hey you know it, it's almost whatever that's just not what I'm doing right now right like I came oh, out here for, I came out here for adventure 
and uh, to to learn a little bit more, be be some more, be more self-sustaining. You know, I realized exactly. Uh, I don't know how to do shit, and um, I I think I think bottom line, we're just something bad's gonna happen sooner or later. The pandemic was woke me up to the fact that you know I'm basically like a child. If you just put me out in the woods without my phone or anything, that I'm just like a little do a little baby like i don't know what a i can't baby. Do. <laughs> a little baby you know like is that not the case for everyone who lives in the city though pretty much who doesn't I'd have say basically except yeah. like obviously i was confident in my own survival no, but no, but you know what i'm saying you know you know like not literally everyone but oh, yeah. like but like i was yeah. in a unique position to bring you with and teach you a couple things right okay. yeah I've been eating bark and you know berries and shit, and it's pretty good. You didn't, you didn't you didn't tell me to eat the bark, but I think it tastes pretty good. And you know what? I'll tell you what, Brady. I'm gonna tell you right now on the record, cleanest shits I've ever had. Really? Cleanest, absolutely. It's all the bark. You know, you switch up your diet like that, you really do start to get a good uh, a good grouping. You know, it's real solid. You get your you get your number two cycle going and then it's yeah, like every morning really clockwork, you know and you're just you just it's it's like you're on a schedule right you have your morning meeting yeah. and then you're good for the rest of the day and it's just like you know you're you're being nice to your body eat some bark it's exactly. good it's a good snack and i you know what else so you learned how to get your cycle going you've learned a lot of things okay so how what else could you tell everybody about what you've learned up in the grid oh, well i mean one thing that I wasn't expecting, okay, so I've got the, I, I left school, I left the city, and I didn't have a roommate, that's true, but I actually did have something that was a little bit of a, you know, unexpected, unexpected problem when I decided to leave, which is that I brought Fritz, my cat, with me to Chicago. So the one thing that I was really surprised at is I, I didn't know how well he would take to being, going from being an entirely indoor cat to defending us from wild animals and things but actually he is doing really well out here i have him with me right now and he you might hear him in the background whining at me and stuff but he's really like a woods cat now and he's he's all he, he grew up with dogs so he's a lot like a dog he, he, has, a, he has adapted very well i will say yeah it's i'm pretty proud of him he's probably adapted better than i have that is that he has done very well actually now that you do mention it it's the cat yes and i mean i honestly think when you do end up having to go back because i know something will call you back not for, not for a while perhaps but it's going to be different for, for i don't think fritz is going to want to go he's adapting well to yeah well maybe to the woods we'll have to we'll see what he now. says we'll see what he said you know he's but he could do both now is the thing he can Oh, you know, he could do both for certain. I mean, I don't know. Ah, whatever. He's really turned himself into a real force of nature. I have got, I've got, he has, he is a force of nature. I mean, he's grown three times his size since we brought, we brought him here. So he's, he's basically the size of like a bobcat now. He, he, yeah, he's like the size of a small dog now at this point, like, like, like a Russell Terrier. And it has just, because he was a, he was a young kitten before. Yeah, I you know what? I'm actually glad that we it's it's nice that he happened to come out here because if he'd grown this big in the apartment, I don't know what I would have done with him. He would have eaten somebody. He would have eaten me. 
Well, yeah, or clods, clod your eyes out at least. Well, you know, out here there's plenty. There's like plenty of wild boar and deer and coyotes running around. Like he's he's oh, always yeah. come. It's so cute. He's always dragging some bloody carcass back to my feet, you know, and leaving it there as like a present, you know, well, some like all like scrolls and birds gutted and deer carcass. Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, remember the other day he brought back a leg, a deer oh. leg adorable but that was already you know that's you could tell it wasn't something of his he's not big enough for a kill like that yet i don't but know he got if he'll get big enough but he he scavenged a good and that's job. good meat we oh, ate that for breakfast this morning that no that was leftovers from something i had gotten that was too rotten for us to eat but we let i let fritz go ahead and nod at that that's good mm-hmm. for them we don't have the stomachs to digest meat that's been sitting out like that unless oh, well, i mean I might be in for a rough night then. Oh, you're going to be in for a rough night if you thought it was okay to eat any of that. Uh, yeah, I've had the shits a little today, so maybe that's maybe that's what that is. So much for your cycle you're talking about. I guess. Oh, you're right. It's ruined. <sighs> okay, well, we'll get back. It's okay, fine. We're intrepid explorers. But, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's basically like a northward expedition of Lewis and Clark that hasn't been done yet. Um, yeah, except, except we've stopped and now we're building a cabin. <laughs> we've gone pretty yeah. far. Okay, it's it's more of a frontier life thing, Then I take that back immediately. I mean, we did the Lewis and Clark for a bit and now we're on the frontier. And you know what? I don't yeah. I don't really I don't know I don't know why I would want to go back. It's pretty it's beautiful out here. There's plenty of space. No one and you can never be too loud out here. You know what I mean? You can never be too rambunctious, right? We're always like hitting each other with the hammers and wrestling and, you know, smacking each other with tree limbs and shit. It's a good time, right? Oh, it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. You know, I've got really... covered in bruises and things. My my ankle hurts like hell, but it's great. It's a good time out here. Oh, I know. It's fantastic. And it, the best is yet to come. The skills that you're actually going to need, you haven't even scra- scraped the surface of the teacher. Oh, really? Yet. Oh, not even close. Scratch you... the surface, you say? Yeah. When you... uh harvest your first deer for oh yeah and you get blooded and you have to you know gut it yourself and whatnot that's going to be an absolute experience for you i'm just ecstatic for that it's fantastic magical and but that that's for another day we will give them a quick quick preview of things to come at the end here but i mean in the weeks before we came here i mean a lot happened yeah that's true you know, you know, I got I got half of me up to speed to before we came because we did a little, got, bit, but a lot of it was good. You know, I, I got half of a vaccine, and now I don't even know if I'm gonna go back and get the other half. But honestly, I can't see why I would need it because, you know, we're out here. No, yeah, hundred percent. What do you need it for if you're out here? Yeah, it's fine. And then I I I totally forgot to even consider i haven't watched the news in four years i totally yeah. forgot that you know what I, i'll tell you the the woods is its own you know you don't need you don't need to wear a mask out here right oh well there's not anyone within 60 miles let alone six feet so yeah that's kind of nice mm-hmm. but i mean the weeks even then so the week before we got out here and started building the homestead which you guys, oh, when it's done, it, it's going to be an absolute marvel. I'm calling it right now. I can't wait. 
it looks great already. I'm so excited. It does look, it looks great. We've done a well. Good you see, okay, well, your your part, your edition of the home, you you Brady have handled mostly like the, the foundation and like the roof and couple walls that are going up, and you know that's really great. And my part, I'm really excited about too, though, which is like the addition onto the back. You look around the side. There's like a big, you know, sort of like blobby brown like protrusion coming out it's like piles of wood coming off the side and you can sort of go in there and sit down and uh you know do stuff and i really am excited about that part it's a think tank it's a think room. yeah right yeah. yeah you know maybe we'll have to make it look a little nicer but i, I am excited not, not necessarily for as functional as the 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 other base plans that i've, I've laid but hey it, wait Brady, good Brady. Can we continue the podcast in the think tank? Yeah, actually, that's fine. We'll move that. Hold on. Go. Okay, now we're in the think tank. You know what it is? It, it is cozy. Kind of nice. It's it's a bit it's a bit small, but it's cozy. Well, because you have the back the back floor or not floor. Good God, it's been a long day. Or the back wall. So you got a nice yeah. breeze going off them draft boards. Still. Oh, yeah, it's real drafty. But, I mean, it's really good. You still get the – it's a little drizzly. That's kind of why we decided to get yeah. an update. You know, it's got the, a- carpet, the carpet is pretty much disgusting, covered in, like, mud and, like, mushrooms and shit. But yeah. that's that's okay. But, you know, we got it for free. It was yeah. reused material. We All natural or recycled materials is what we've been trying to use. Which Pretty some much. of the wood looks a little off because of that, but I mean it doesn't really matter. It's been fine regardless, and it's you guys will see. But the whole, you know, I really we got ins- I got inspired because the weeks leading to this, so I was already up here. I was working this job where I, you know, a little white lie. I never heard anybody as sure. it were that old expression. Yeah, and so I got this good job, and I they were like, "You ever driven a, a big truck before? You know, like semi and stuff like that." And I was like, "Yeah." They're like, "How long ago?" I was like, oh, "It's been about probably two years, three years maybe." They're like, "Okay, but you know how, right?" And I was like, "Yeah, why not?" And so I get to this job, and it was, the reason I took it is because I was back when out. you were on the run from the law, basically. <laughs> and so. <laughs> I get up there and I was like, I realized these aren't automatic. <laughs> and so I had, I had driven, I've driven manual cars my whole life, but I got up there and I had never driven a 10 speed oh, right. diesel transmission. <laughs> Ten gears on that thing. Yeah, 10 gears. You have a switch for high five and low five. And I was like, oh my goodness. And so I taught myself, luckily, one morning I got to go in this old, one of the old timers, he was with me in the truck. He's like, all right, go ahead. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, a little nervous. Oh, yeah, holy crap. If someone did right there too, in yeah. a big stupid machine like that, I would make it just go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I was watching some videos the night before on, you know, like shifting theories and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> Really, like, getting just stupid advanced into it for no reason. 
<laughs> and I like it, it de that definitely helped me because if I wouldn't have done that, I would have been totally screwed. But I got through the first day. And then the second day, I'm sent off by myself. And this is a big corporate agricultural company. Really? So I, like, I was like, there must be at least two, three days of onboarding to get back in the swing of things, even though I had never done it. So I kind of played. I bet they have you go right away. Yep, they had me go right away. That Friday morning, I, I started Saturday. I was went off on my own. One of, one of two people working on on Saturday that day. And then I was like, okay. I was feeling real good about it, right? And kind of getting the hang of it. And they they were impressed the first day. And they're like, man, I've the operator, he comes up, he's the guy that hired me. He's like, you know, sincerely. He, his little, he's got a weird little accent like this. He goes, sincerely, I've had a lot of young 20-somethings come work for me and they're all dumber in a box of rocks. And I was like, yeah. He's like, you've surpassed them by far. And I was like, okay, okay. okay. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, thanks, Brian. And he's like, so I get there Saturday and I was like, okay. at the end of Saturday, I was like, oh, okay, we're going, things are going good. Making good money. Doing fine. And then Come Monday, I was like, let's get after it. You know, we'll hit overtime this week, make bank. We're going to have a yeah. nice, easy week. And come Monday, they stick me in this old, the only vehicle that everyone at the whole company refuses to drive. Oh, come on. Because <laughs> we're all assigned vehicles. Like, we're all assigned a truck. So my usual one, it's like a 16-ton freight liner with a 10-speed transmission. That's fine. So the, uh, the manager, Brian Soli, this older guy, super smart, he goes, the guy that told me that saying, you've all surpassed all of them, but everything. I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. He goes, you're going to be, he goes, all the trucks, same, same transmission. So don't you just get stuck in anyone, you'll be fine. I was like, yeah, I heard that before. And he takes me in this old, it was a 1991 Volvo 16 truck, 16 ton truck that every single person at the company refused to drive. I get stuck driving it on Monday. <laughs> normally it's not driven, but dude, this thing, 91, it was more like 47. Like this thing looks like <laughs> it hadn't been used since the invasion of Normandy. Freaking D-Day, dude, I'm not even kidding you. Like it was just deplorable and it, Everyone at the company, even all the old, super seasoned, amazing drivers that you can, you know, you can't even tell you're in a vehicle because it's so smooth. They refuse to mess with it. I would soon find out why. So even like Brian, even he doesn't like driving. It. He's, so I get, he's like, all right. And the reason I had to drive is because there were three grain deliveries that day. So you have to deliver grain seed. And <laughs> usually we're delivering at springtime fertilizer. To different fields and whatnot because it's farming so you and all of the other trucks have already been delivering for including my other one has usually been oh excuse me delivering fertilizer so you can't go through the process of deep cleaning the trucks just for one day to have it delivered a couple shipments of grain so we have to use this old piece of crap that no one likes and i'm the one that gets stuck to do it because i'm the fng and no one, you know, <laughs> no one else wants to. So I'm like, oh, God, I get in it. 
Immediately, I was like, oh my God, today is going to be a terrible day. This transmission wall, first of all, it wasn't a 10 speed. It wasn't the same as all the other ones. What was it? It was a nine speed transmission. Okay. Which is complicated ish. It's pretty yeah, weird, but it just yeah. doesn't. So, this thing, it's, you, it's, so you, the tri there's in the manual, there's a thing called a transmission wall. And you go, that's just how far you can put the lever when it's in neutral to one side before it stops moving. That's how you know you're all the way to one side or all the way to the other. Right. That's how you know to go usually into first and reverse and whatnot. Like yeah, you really need, a, you need transmission. That's a big help for, you know, automatic or yeah. for, for manual. And so transmission walls on this old pile are whittled out so hard that instead of the regular six inches of leeway you have, it's literally like four feet. Like I have to punch myself in the thigh every time I'm trying to shift. That's <laughs> really bad because you like, that, that means that you can just straight up miss first gear even. Yeah. That or is third. Fifth or fifth or, you know, and, and then the same thing. And then all the way to the other side, because how, how that one works. You're going to miss first gear and reverse. First, second, third, fourth. Fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. So really, most of the time you're using the top four. That's like the ones you really need. Right. Because the first four, you're just using to get moving, basically. Right. So yeah. I go down into, you know, into fifth. That's your most used when you're going slow. And I'm, boom, breaking my own leg trying to get it into gear. And then I'm going out and I got to get to eighth so I can go at speed on the highway that won't get me smoked. This, yeah, no, no shit. And this like, thing is just smoking, like burning oil, like you wouldn't believe. So to go, literally like an atom bomb went on it. So you gotta go over all the way to the right. So far, you're like punching your fist halfway through the dash. It was just like the worst day ever. I do yeah, like, if anyone, if anyone is not familiar with how a manual shifter works. You have to you you have to put it in the right gear. Basically, like when he's saying it's if there's four feet of space for the shifter to go horizontally, it means that like when I take it out of gear, you can you can move the shifter around. So to check that it's out of gear, I will always in my car I will move the shifter from side to side because when it's in gear, you can't move it at all. So if you the best way to find out what gear you're in is to figure out what side of the shifter you're on. But if you if you can move the shifter all the way over outside of those bounds, then it's going to be really easy to just miss the gear you're going for. Yeah. And if, if you're in the god damn man, if you're driving a vehicle that big, you cannot mess around with that no. stuff. Or you'll die. And so... I get done with the first load. I got to go all the way to this place that's about 35 miles down the road to pick up the grain from a different uh, facility of the same company. So a different location, a bigger one. And I'm leaving our yard. And he go, Brian goes, oh, by the way, over in Crookston where the other place is, he goes, it'll probably be a freaking zoo over there. I was like, oh. <laughs> the last thing I need, man, is it? So I get over there and I'm waiting for the, it wasn't bad the first time. Recall, I had to do it three times. I had to get three loads from this place. So I go to the first one, drop it off, no problem. I got to go back. So I'm leaving that one. No, no, no hitch. It went fine. And he goes, I go, I call him. I go, all right, Brian, so I can come back to the yard, get in my regular truck, right? 
He goes, no, you got to go back to Crookston. I was like, oh, my God. So I go back. I get the second load. I wasn't feeling great, but I was like, yeah, I'll just get through this one and I'm done. And so this one's farther away. It's 35, 40 miles away. And Were so, you actually nervous driving this thing? Because I would yeah. be like seriously nervous. The other, the other vehicle, you know, my regular one, I was comfortable with it enough after a day to not be nervous driving mm. this one. You mm. literally, so you you hit the the switch on the shifter to go to the top between the top five or the top four and the lower four gears. So you're using the same shifting yeah. gear, but you're gonna okay. But there's like a button you press and you there's go into the higher set. So okay. when you hit that switch. It literally makes a sound that sounds like the entire transmission is gonna fall in the truck. <laughs> so every time I do it, I'm like, my my knuckles are bleeding, my heart's pounding. I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna die this way. And it's just, it's, a, I, it's literally just a danger to be on the road. And so I'm like, okay, let's get through this delivery now. Oh and my god. With all my biggest problem with agricultural industries is if you're delivering or pulling grain or anything you literally like have to be from the area because all you're getting or or be like smart with land navigation luckily like i'm okay at it and i've been here from an area that you could be given directions and like pull into this farm or whatever and you can figure it out i mean i can figure out too like i'm from ohio if you if you have if you aren't even from the area at all or anywhere like it then yeah (laughs) but that's the whole thing like so none no such thing as an address. You have to get instructions, like written yeah. instructions, yeah. like go 13 miles to this broken tree and you'll see a- Yeah, also, because it's like, you know what? You're, like you're, delivering to, you're delivering to farms. So yeah. even if you get to the property, it's like, okay, this property is like how many hundreds of acres? Yeah. Like what side of the property am I going to? It, yeah, literally. So, and then this, so I'm going to this one and the instructions that I was given, totally off. They were terrible. So I'm basically lost running around. I called Cody, the operator of the tower. I was like, Cody, he's like, I actually have a pin for this guy. I was like, why don't you just give me that one in the first place? I was so pissed. I was like, all right. So he gives me the pin and I go to the pin. I finally get there. In the instructions that the farm gives us to deliver the seed or the fertilizer to them, in the instructions, the guy goes, put it, there's only two trucks on the yard. One of them is a baby blue one. And one of them is a black one. In the instructions, it clearly says, put the seed in the black truck. I go, okay. I even yeah. called before I did it. I said to the, to the boss, and I said, Brian, you sure I should put it in the black truck? He goes, yeah, black truck. That's what it says in the instructions. I was like, but it doesn't look like a, a feeder truck. You know, the blue one does. I said, and he goes, it says black truck. I go, okay. I start dumping it in the black truck. I hate this already. This farm, background knowledge, operated by two brothers. One of them's cool. One of them is insane. Oh my god! Uh, the insane one. Wait, how do you wait? How do you know this? How do you know this about the the background about them? Oh, I didn't have the background before this. <laughs> I <don't> know. <laughs> well, the one that I now know is insane. <laughs> I up in this like ninety three tunnel pile of crap. <laughs> at 100 miles an hour <gasps> what are you doing i was like so i shut it off i shut off my feeder like pumping the grain i just started how did that work you do you there's like a mechanism on the truck that yeah. can so there's it. an auger and a belt feeder 
that you have to set your RPMs higher, which on this truck that I'm driving, it doesn't have idle control. So I literally have to pull this lever out with my foot on the gas and the lever will hold what you're holding. And what? then I have to take a vice grip and I have to jam it in there so it holds. So yeah. I have enough power to operate this auger that runs out the back of it. And then so the grain will drop through the bins that so the back of the truck holding in. RPMs of the engine up to use the thing that's in the back. Yep. What the hell? And which that's, you know, it's not too complicated, but we don't, we don't, we don't need to get into science that. But so the guy, and I just started, so there was not very much seed that was in there, you know? Okay. And I go, he's screaming at me and I go, what? He's like, it's a goddamn gravel truck. I was like, buddy, listen. Yeah. You called and gave the instructions. You said, put it in the black truck. We asked you. You said, put it in the black truck. Yeah. yeah. He was just pissed. I was yeah. like, that truck is light blue. Awkward, <laughs> if you will. Oh he drives away. So I called Brian. I was like, Brian. And this guy, fuming. I, oh. clearly, I clearly see he's got a you know, a gun on his hip, like my, many farmers do. I'm just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was like, okay, God. <laughs> and which, you know, I'm not gun shy, but come right. on. And yeah. so I called Brian, he's like, oh, hold on, he's calling me right now. So the whole time, Yikes. I don't know what's going on. The guy that comes out, he pulls up, that I find out is his brother. He goes, what's going on? He's real calm, he's real friendly, real nice. I can just tell he's a more collected guy. And I go, hey, the instructions that were given to us said this black truck. He's like, how much is it? And I was like, not too much. We climb up, look in the back, it wasn't too much. He's like, oh, I'll just put it in that blue truck. It's no big deal. I was like, you want me to, you know, shovel out the seed that's in here and we'll get it, you know, however you want to do it. You know, it's, yeah, you know, I want to help you guys out. I don't want you to be screwed or whatever. He goes, no, I'm just going to use an air feeder. It'll be done 10 minutes. Don't worry about it. This guy was really nice. So I go, I put it in the right truck. And so I get a call and it takes a while to unload these, not too long, like maybe half an hour. So I'm getting done unloading it. And I finally, I call Brian. I was like, okay, we're, you know, I'm finally done. I avoided death. Thanks a lot. Yeah. He goes, I can't tell you how sorry I am about that. And he's real remorse, which was nice. It's always nice when you get endangered because of someone else's mistake and they're actually sorry about it. He's actually yeah. sorry about it. That was nice. And then he tells, he's like, by the way, the crazy brother called. He apologized to us. Weird. He did give us the wrong instructions. I was like, okay. And I just left. I went to my dad. I was like, can I come back? And he's like, no, you got one more. I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> Whatever. But no, I almost died. The guy that almost, you know, that almost kills me, oh, doesn't apologize to me, but he apologized to the company. Oh, like, come on. You said that. <laughs> but I was like, you know, at least I'm mature enough to just let it go over my head. But yeah, well, yeah. That was my first Monday, you know? And it was like, wow, the worst day ever. So, so, and that was a 13 hour day. Cause huh. I get back and I was like, they're like, well, if you got to go, because usually I have class Monday at 5 class. So I was like, Monday, Wednesday, man, I got to be done at 5. And so this is about 4.30. I 
I'm or four o'clock. I'm sitting over in Crookston waiting in the yard. I'm like, call him. I was like, so where's the last load closer? He's like, gotta go over to Manoa. That's like an hour away, legitimately. And I was like, oh, Jesus. Well, I won't make it to class. Right here. He's like, well, you can come back and leave it in the yard and do it first thing in the morning. And I was like, I don't want to drive this truck ever again. I'm just going to get it over with today. So I went and I got it over with that day. And that was the end of that. I parked it. I called Brian. I was like, Brian, that thing's a danger to be on the road. He's like, oh, I agree. I hate that thing. I was like, I'm never driving it again. He's like, I why, why did you have to use it? Because no one else would. Everyone else was taking a different truck? No, so we couldn't use any of the other trucks because all the other trucks already had fertilizer in the back of them. And you oh, can't right. Contaminate organic seed with fertilizer. Okay. So, but so that was that. But every day since has been great. Cool. Well, I'm glad, to, I'm glad to hear that it's it's not always bad. But I, I'm just I'm so glad that we're sitting here building a cabin in the woods now instead of me getting shot at by half bred. I mean, farmers. that remains to be seen. We still might get shot at. We haven't really had an encounter with anyone yet, but uh, you know, I, I imagine there are probably some crazy folks up here. Yeah, but I mean, hey, we're getting rained out a little bit, you know, here, so we're kind of just taking a break. But chilling in the think tank, chilling in the think tank. Some exciting things to come for you guys. We'll have more eating some barley in the woods, more agri agricultural agricultural sorry good god stories yeah yeah and uh we're, we're just yeah. living, living that northern life right now at least we're art up in the room. i'm making i'm making art here like never making before art. yeah making art i'm doing actual work no, i'm just kidding well <laughs> I, i'm building our house <laughs> we're, we're really we're, we're living a your life we're gonna go out town we're gonna find a small town bar and find some women next week hell yeah get some uh, wives like in that movie defiance with daniel craig it's gonna be cool. I don't know the movie, but that sounds good yeah i know it's a fantastic movie it's gonna be great okay and uh we'll just keep you guys in the loop but enjoy yep. this uh update from the woods here bye everybody thanks for listening